0: I can understand Jimmy and Naomi being injured because I would injure myself intentionally with Naomi <laughs> in so many ways. So, yeah. So, kudos to you, Jimmy. And, uh, yeah. 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 That, that makes absolutely perfect sense.
1: Hey, what's good, folks? You are once again listening to the Slam Bros show. I am your host, Bowman12L. Joining me as always... The other
0: host, Illa YC, Illa was good Illa YC, the champ in the building of the Charlie the Champ show One half of the Slam Bros We are ready to rock with you guys What's happening Bowman? Everything is good over here? Yeah, everything's good uh, We are
1: on episode, the 20th, 16th episode of the Slam Bros podcast uh, New year's been good so far, you know So can't complain, can't complain, we can't complain yet we're going to be complaining next week. We can't complain yet.
0: So, you ready to get in these dirt sheets? Yo, Bowman, let's dig in these dirt sheets. What you got? Time to play the game. Time to play
1: the game. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, first thing off the, uh, the dirt sheets this week is uh, we have the Elimination Chamber is returning to the WWE pay-per-view schedule come February. So announced on SmackDown Live this week that Elimination Chamber will be a SmackDown Live exclusive pay-per-view and um it's back. it's, it's been missing for 2
0: years and nobody cares.
1: Nobody nobody cared. The uh, the problem is there's too many damn pay-per-views now. So Royal Rumble is next week and then like 2 weeks after that is Elimination Chamber. I'm like Man, people people don't got time for uh all these damn pay-per-views and also like gimmick exclusive pay-per-views uh come with their own fair share of problems like you know tlc you know like you can only have like one ladder match one tables match and one chair like chairs match we don't even talk about that but i guess to stay positive because still you know we're, we're recording this still in the obama era so we can stay positive were there any eliminated Chamber matches that you fondly enjoyed, Illa? The Elimination
0: Chamber actually... I mean, I'm fronting. It is enjoyable. It's just weird. Like, I remember <laughs> some with Rob Van Dam. I remember some with Goldberg, Jericho. But it's just like... <clears throat> it's one of those weird concepts that somebody threw against the wall and it didn't quite stick. Like, it rolled halfway down the wall and then it started sticking. You know? So it's like a half-baked idea. And I want them... I don't know, man. I think they just need to redesign and re- re- do- redo the concept because I don't really get the um, the point. And then the championship pretty much never changes hands. I don't know, man. The elimination champion is a weird thing to me, and it's nothing that really just stands out as great or terrible. Just kind of like there, you know. I got, I think the uh, Goldberg get it. No,
1: I don't think the Goldberg went in the EC. <sighs> I don't know. I know Undertaker lost his belt. No, Goldberg didn't uh, he lost in the elimination yeah, chamber. Yeah, uh, I know. I remember Undertaker lost his belt. That set up his feud with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 26, or continue the feud. I don't. Know. I like the first couple. I I guess I have more fondness for him because you know it was fresh back then. You know, the first one had like Booker T, Kane, Rob Van Dam, and and I I think Jericho was in there. Jericho's always in everything. Um, you know, he was in there. Second one was was cool too. It's just I guess. When you do like, hey, there's three of them on the same card, it gets to the point where, you know, they have to, you know these guys can't do this spot because they're going on, like, in the middle of the card, right? So, they can't break the plexiglass because there's still two more EC chamber matches that have to happen. EC chamber is redundant. Alright, there's still more chamber matches that have to happen, so we need this plexiglass available. So, so for this chamber, is it going to be three of them? I don't. Who knows how many? They have, there's nothing on the card. The only thing you know is that uh, the champion has to defend the uh, WWE title in the in the chamber. So, whoever that might be, whether it be AJ Styles or John Cena, I guess we know we could probably say who's gonna be in here. How many of you know are, there, are there? Is it five or six people in this damn chamber? Six, six right? Because four in the pods and then two start the to match together. Two start. All right. So let's see here. So we know we're gonna have AJ and Styles. Who you think are gonna be filling out the rest of those? Spots AJ and
0: Styles, man. AJ and Cena. Oh, <laughs> AJ and Cena. That's two. Who are the other four faces? Um, one of the Wyatt family members. Um, if Dean Ambrose doesn't have a match, probably him. Um, damn, Ziggler. Uh, Kill Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who else is on SmackDown's roster that's really worthwhile. The Miz. Yeah, because he doesn't have a belt, so yeah, why not put him in there? But you I usually, mean, you, miss, usually you, argue, you need some big guy, some um, so if even Undertaker, yeah, if Undertaker was involved, I can see that. But you need some kind of Kane type of person. You know, even Kane might be in it. I don't don't speak that name. I don't think. Like it seems like
1: Undertaker is now on the Raw brand. It like all the wording is making it seem like Undertaker is playing for the other team now. Um, True. So okay, we have Cena and Styles. I'm going to say they're going to put The Miz in there. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, no. I would say Bray Wyatt. And they're going to throw in a diversity hire. Maybe Apollo Crews or Jason
0: Jordan. (laughs) Black History Month. What else we got in the jerseys, man?
1: Kurt Angle has been found. For those that have been rocking with us for a minute, you know that way back on last year's uh, WrestleMania podcast, shout-outs to Joshua Wimbledon. Uh, Birthright uh, collections are on sale now. Check uh, your local comic book store. All right. Those who have been rocking us since then, we know that Josh myself have been looking for Kurt Angle for the last 10 years. Don't know where he's been wrestling. Allegedly, he's been out of uh, Tennessee, sometimes Orlando. I don't know. I'm in Orlando like every weekend, and I can't figure. I I don't know. Kurt? You know. I even got like you know a season passes Universal Studios. I, I I haven't seen him out there. But for the last ten years, we couldn't find Kurt Angle. But the WWE found him, and they're him in the Hall of Fame. This is wonderful.
0: Dun 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 dun. Come on, yeah, man.
1: I, I was. God Yo, hold on. Great. I I was no, you no, it's great. So I was so happy that fans, WWE fans, uh still remember to chant You suck along with the dun. I mean I this this is dope. You know, he's in there. Um I'm I'm glad for him. I don't know what this means if they're gonna let him wrestle. I would like to see him wrestle. He can still go. Um Allegedly, I don't know, but I feel like Kurt Angle needs some wins. This is a win from him. This is a man who, over the last like eleven years, uh, lost his wife to Jeff Jarrett, and I mean, no one wants to hear that.
0: What Kurt Angle needs to
1: do is stay off the drugs and alcohol. <laughs> That's the thing. I think win he's, back. he's there's there's that. I think he's been sober and he's been uh he's been uh spreading and you know promoting sobriety. Uh, I think this week he he launched a um sobriety app. The app essentially um, notifies. Um, it's got check-in statuses and all these things to help you uh, with your process. So I think I think Headspace, he's in a good spot. I mean, he probably shouldn't be doing moonsaults off the top of the cage or anything crazy like that. But, I mean, be damned if you're going to tell Kurt Angle what he can and can't do.
0: Because he still thinks he can do it and do it all well.
1: He still wrestle. I mean, he, he wrestled Cody Rose in a cage. So, I mean, he, he's still out there. If he's the not going to let him wrestle, he's going to. He's gonna do his farewell tour on the indie circuit and we'll see it. So but shout out to Kurt Angle. We'll see more from you in March. Um hopefully you get like a, a match. All right, so before we move off of angle, if he could wrestle one more match in the E, who would you like to see him wrestle?
0: Currently? Yeah. Um nobody. I don't care. Nobody? Nobody. Is nobody in the E right now who really moves me, man? I mean, maybe AJ, that'd be it. AJ Styles. You know. Other than that, I don't care about any of the Shield dudes. Don't care about Orton. Don't really don't give a fuck about Cena. Um, a motivated Orton can go. I mean, the only the only wrestler I really rock with and is well known is who? Oh, come on, Bowman. You haven't been on the show. Brock (laughs) Lesnar. And I don't want to see Kurt Angle and Lesnar again. So outside of Brock, mm, AJ Styles, he does things. You know what I mean? He puts on good matches. He's consistent. The rest of those fucktards, eh. Eh. Oh, come on.
1: So The the, the hot stuff right now is everyone wants to see uh, Chad Gable go against Angle because Chad Gable has been called a mini Kurt Angle. That's how he's been described. An amateur wrestler background. Um, we see him deadlifting those people in those uh, those German suplexes. So I think that's what that's what the internet wants right now. They want to see Chad Gable. Um, me. I I think Angle could like a fair war tour like Randy could motivate him, or um, if Samoa Joe ends up on SmackDown, uh, we can see Samoa Joe. Uh, do his thing and that kind of segues us into our next moment on the dirt sheet is allegedly uh WWE has big plans for Samoa Joe um, according to Meltzer the people in the back who knows if this is Vince McMahon does that really sound like a Vince plan it sounds like an everyone around Vince uh, probably this sounds like a Triple H plan but word on the streets is that they want to do a big push for like Samoa Joe they want to do a monster heel push for Samoa Joe so he's going to make like a big statement at the Rumble and Get like a major billing at uh, WrestleMania, which would be cool. I think Joe's earned it. He spent two years in NXT, and he's for the last year and a half he's been at the top of the NXT card. All of 2016, he headlined all of the pay uh the takeovers. So I mean, Joe Joe's earned it. You know he's earned everything that that should be given to him. So
0: well, and Joe's good. He's recognizable. He gets um. He gets love from the critics. You know, all the smart marks know him and love his work. He's a solid entering performer. He does, you know, decent promos. I mean, Joe deserves his shot. And I think that he could succeed in the same way that AJ Styles is succeeding. I mean, he's already doing his thing in NXT. The thing with WWE, though, is when they bump everybody, they always fuck with them. And then they fuck up what made them great and what makes you like them in the first place. And that's the problem. So it's like Joe could do great things, but it's like. How are they going to fuck it up? And that's the question you always have to ask with WWE. How are they going to fuck this up? Like, this is a sure thing. It's a proven winner. So, WWE's going to fuck it up. I I
1: think uh, long-time listeners remember that they uh, also, shout out to Josh again, because Josh and I were talking about this back at that WrestleMania episode, is they, they, they they forget to do the small things. They forget to do the small actions to build these characters. And when you look at Raw, a lot of it is not really guys building characters or motivations, but just like. You know, we're wrestling to fill time in space and then something happens. And and that's why it, it feels long in the two sometimes because we're waiting. That's that set, that dead space, man. Like like damn. Like it's gonna take us a while to get to Mars. Between that nine months it's gonna take to get there, give me something interesting to do. You know, wrestling is like a trip to Mars. It's a lot of dead space in between. You get to the rock. Um that yo, was moving a weird on. weird
0: fucking analogy. <laughs> that was weird as shit. So you let us know if that worked for you guys, Slam Bros. Just put it in the comment section of SoundCloud. Add us on Twitter. But that was weird as fuck, Bowman.
1: Look, man, it wasn't... I'm not going to say it's the best analogy, but it started and I said, yo, I got to rock with this. I got to make it work somehow. So...
0: All right, um, I, I hear you. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, so... uh we're Illa and I were laughing earlier because we were watching this this edited footage of WWE trying to make Roman Reigns a thing. Last week last uh, last episode was called the Roman Reigns problem. Roman Reigns is still an issue that the fans is uh give no fucks for him. <laughs> Zero fucks. <laughs> it's 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 like the denial the denial of the powers that be about like the, the situation of Roman is so... you can, I don't know. can you, you can taste it. You can feel it. Like, you turn on Raw and it's just like... Just radiates like Roman problem. But it got caught on the internet this week that the WWE edited footage of a fan. They edited footage of a fan reacting to Roman's loss. The original footage on last week's Monday, the fan was ecstatic. He was jumping for joy, That Roman lost, Jericho won, and Jericho was the new U.S. champion. He was jumping for joy. But on the Raw recap and the Raw replays this week, they edited it so it made it look like that fan was disappointed
0: and shocked that Roman And the shit is comedy gold. It's going to be up on the (laughs) Slam Bros Twitter. By the time you uh, are listening to this, check it out. Shit is comedy gold. How they added, edited this footage to make it look like this dude is upset that Roman lost the belt. WWE man. just, they're grimy as fuck.
1: So like, they, oh man, they are, oh, it is like, I, is that petty? Is that petty or is that, I think there's denial. It's not petty, but it's denial. It's just like, yo, it's like this house isn't on fire. We can stay here a few more minutes. This house isn't on fire. I mean, but they're choosing...
0: It's just being obstinate and choosing to stay the course on some dumb shit.
1: Yeah, it really is. And, you know, here's the thing. If they had made Roman, like, a heel like a year ago because he wrestles dope matches he's not a bad wrestler, I think the fans would have come around on him. Like, eventually, if the heel is good at wrestling, the the audience will naturally gravitate toward them and start cheering him, and then you get your big, like, you know, babyface turn and Roman your main guy, but they're not, they're not following their own damn recipe, like, this recipe has worked every damn time, right, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Mankind, Jericho, uh, Shawn Michaels, I mean, he's a pretty boy hater, so, you know, like, um, Brock Lesnar, this is the formula. They're a heel. You let people boo them, get their feelings out the way, and they come back and they love them like six months later. But with Roman, it's like, yo, we can't. So whatever. We're not gonna talk about that guy. All right, whatever. Uh, sad news. Uh, Jimmy Snooker passed away. Uh, this past week. Um, I know some people have uh, conflicted feelings with Jimmy because you know he had some legal troubles. Uh, legal troubles were dismissed, and then uh, a couple of days later, he passed away. Seventy three.
0: Um. So shout out to uh, Snooker. Man, you can't say that. We like the murderer on any other TV show. <laughs> Why can't we like Jimmy Snooker? <laughs> Just because it's real life where he murdered somebody, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly murdered
1: somebody, man. So, um. So yo, hopefully uh, Jimmy's found peace. Um, yo, good news, though. Good news. Uh, New Japan has, like, a bunch of events coming up this year that are gonna actually have English commentary. Uh, King to 11 saw a lot of new subscribers in New Japan World. If you don't subscribe to New Japan World, I mean, peep it out. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy to navigate. I mean, yeah, it might be intimidating to go to those websites, all Japanese and whatnot, but it's pretty easy to figure out. Uh, they're gonna have a lot more events this year that have English commentary, some of them that you probably want to check out, uh, probably like the uh, uh, New Japan Cup 2017. Uh, the G1 tournament is going to be in uh, English, so that's gonna be dope. You're gonna definitely want to see that, and uh, best of the Super Juniors, the finals. That's also gonna be um, with English commentary. And there's like, like I said, there's over a dozen events this year, so it's it's gonna be uh, New Japan World is gonna be worth your money. Uh, and it's some of the best wrestling you can see. If you want to know where all the WWE is, like, sniping all their, their guys from, like, where the rest the best wrestlers and where they are coming from, they're coming from New Japan, and uh, now you can see them, like, in their element. And, um, yo, we got some good news, a little bit of sad news. Lucha Underground is on break. Um, it's coming back at the end of the year. They're, they're filming, they're in the process of starting the film season four, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen anytime soon, so... They decided, all right, so instead of going like a year without new episodes, we'll split the season in half. So the gap between seasons three and four won't be a year-long gap. Um, which kind of stinks, so we're not watching any Lucha Underground right now. And, and things are kind of kind of picking up, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cage has that magical glove. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. We'll see where that's going. Uh, Rey Mysterio's back. You know, the monster's back. Uh, Pentagon's got his arms broken, both arms broken. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in Lucha Underground right now. But the good news Mm -hmm. is... Lucha Underground is just rocking. The good news is there's rumors that um, they're working on a Netflix deal. Uh, Melissa Santos, the announcer for Lucha Underground, uh, she said some things on a live stream. This is her own personal live stream. So, uh, what she might know might be changing. to business deal. But they're trying to get Lucha Underground on Netflix, which would be great. That would be another uh, Revenue Avenue. Um, for Lucha Underground, and if Lucha Underground is on Netflix, that's gonna like just I think increase the viewership tenfold. Cause a lot of people do not have L Ray in their market. It's a newer cable station. A lot of cable companies are not carrying L Ray, and you know with the whole like Time Warner getting bought out, um, these smaller cable companies turning into Spectrum and all this other nonsense, and Cox Cable changing. You know, a lot of people are kind of losing some of these uh, more newer smaller channels. So if Lucha Underground comes to El Rey, um, you guys are going to be in for a treat. That's all I got to say.
0: Now, what I really need you to tell me about, because I didn't watch this shit, is the WWE UK Championship. That belt looks sick as hell. It is. But how was the actual pay-per-view? I'm going to tell you something crazy, and you need
1: to tell me get the fuck out of here. Okay. Michael Cole was good on commentary. Get the fuck
0: out of here. (laughs) I'm not lying, man. This man was. Michael Cole. (laughs) Michael Scarf Hands Cole. Wow. Yeah. That is a surprise.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like You know, he still kind of had some of his weaknesses as like you could tell he wasn't as familiarized with some of these people. Um, but he was the best. He was calling moves correctly.
0: I mean, his weaknesses even... is like you know, witty banter, jokes, knowing move sets, knowing who the actual performers are. Um. Wow. Yo,
1: he was calling matches down. He had moves down. He, had, he knew everyone's finish. He knew their signatures. He wasn't like, oh, excuse me, that was a suplex, not a clothesline. None of that. He was a. Uh, he was. He was in rare form i i don't know where this michael cole is i think because you know this was a triple h event um we can tell you know no one's yelling in michael cole's ear you know because here's the thing michael cole didn't used to be like terrible you remember back in the day when him and taz were on like commentary we say like yo taz is terrible like taz is just making up words and yelling the mic right (laughs) um and we rely on michael cole for the play-by-play and then they turn michael cole heel and I stopped watching wrestling at that time. I suggest like there were some dark times in there. Just don't watch that like from 011 to like, oh, that's that is garbage. Um uh, like and and Vince is just yelling in his ear, but like, yo, throughout the tournament, uh, he was dope. So I was surprised for the tournament. The action, I would say that like the UK tournament was a very condensed cruiserweight classic. It like the venue was dope. Um, the style of wrestling the UK scene is kind of brawler. It's kind of strong style, a uh, UK strong style. So it's a lot of hard hits and punches. Uh, I'm not going to say like it wasn't entertaining. I'm also not going to say like go back and watch it. Like go out your way and and watch it because um, no one really knows what's going on with these UK guys. Um, we don't know if they're going to be incorporated into the brand, if they're
0: going to be doing like mini tournaments um, going forward. Where how did the these will be motherfuckers defended. come from? They just popped up all of a sudden. We're gonna have a UK championship. So that's Not, like you have to have <laughs> people. Like where'd these fuckers come from? Yo, uh progress wrestling, like the
1: red pro wrestling, like these are these are guys and, and um it was dope because uh, the WWE and their new relaxed relationship is actually acknowledging that other wrestling companies exist because I mean, how ridiculous would it be for people to go on years and years, sometimes I don't know, maybe twenty episodes, and try and pretend like a wrestling company doesn't exist you know like they just they're just out there in the void you know i mean that would be ridiculous right but so the wwe's not doing that anymore so they kind of acknowledge that these guys work for smaller independent promotions and they brought a lot of guys up so that's cool they, they spoke for the background and sometimes they even license out footage to actually show like hey these guys are doing um yes, it was a very good <laughs> but where are they going to defend the championship like what that, the fuck do you do as a uk champion you're asking questions here um, I cannot answer these questions. I don't think the E knows what they're gonna do. Like I said, uh the E really wanted to lock up a lot of these guys because um, you know, other companies up in in, in the UK are starting to get TV deals and grow the indie scene over there. I, I will say that um Yo, the guy that won uh Tyler Bate, the dude's nineteen. Dude's nineteen. Like there's times like, yo, this dude's nineteen. Like I see it, but then I'm like, yo, man. This dude, this is crazy. Um, my favorite dude of the the tournament was Pete Dunn. Uh, I think you would like this dude because he was just like um, knocking dudes out. <laughs>
0: okay, um, he I like was, him already. Uh, he, uh,
1: at the at the end of the first day when they were doing like the stare downs, the matchups, and everyone's on the stage. Um, they kind of did this little um this little shoot fight where uh, Pete Dunn attacked his uh opponent while on stage in front of everybody and William Regal had to uh you know escort him off stage and yell at him and like yo he was just he was just fighting dirty the entire tournament and you know he was getting looks from Triple H like William Regal he was building heat like good heel heat and uh he kept these attacks up even in the semifinals and the quarterfinals and even the final match like he attacked Tyler Bate um Like,
0: even before their match. So,
1: I mean, it was dope. I Tyler N showed up. Yeah.
0: But the question remains, okay, they had a tournament. Somebody won. And now what? Like, you know, if they did a yearly thing. um, What does this motherfucker do with the title for the year then?
1: Yo, he's got a nice title, man. And he's just shitting at the crib?
0: He's got that pot, you
1: know? I mean normally the the winner of the g1 tournament you know ends up at wrestle kingdom but the way i can look at like this this is just like let's say this is uh this is this is evo you know you win evo you're the evo champ for that year you come back next year you head back to vegas you might win evo you might not win evo so we'll see it's a nice belt though it's probably the best designed belt in the
0: e right now because the other belts are just garbage well at least you got a dope belt even if you're holding on to it for a whole year and never have to defend it anywhere (laughs) so but okay would you want him to defend it on raw though i really wouldn't give a shit where he defended it i just want to know what their plan is (laughs) all of a sudden i started seeing commercials for this uk championship belt and the belt was dope but then it's like okay so i'm not in the uk are they wrestling? I mean, are they on a BBC channel? Where do you watch nah, this? On, where do you follow <laughs> it? You watch it on the network. Where else would you watch it? So, is there a, a so, UK wrestling thing on a network?
1: Yeah, so you go, to, you go, you watch the uh,
0: UK uh, tournament on the network. No, 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 um, no, no, no. I'm saying now that somebody has the belt, who's he defending it against? Oh no, we're done.
1: Like we said, they're just paying these dudes not to wrestle anywhere else. That's, that's... Best
0: fucking job ever so i like it <laughs> i can co-sign that
1: <laughs> so and then uh we got word today the triple h has confirmed that he is planning like a a woman's tournament for the summer he's got to figure out one he's not busy to figure this
0: out in fact you know what being the uk champion is right up there next to being titus o'neill and david otunga in the <laughs> levels of getting paid to do absolutely nothing man they got it. Look, good. man, Ot- Otunga's got one job, and it's to talk to AJ Styles to be like, that could
1: be you, AJ. That could be you. That could be you, AJ. That's the only line of commentary Otunga knows. That could be you, John Cena. That could be you. Like, what the hell? What does that even mean? What is Alright, so um Yo, let's get out of these dirt sheets, man. We got pretty dirty this week. Uh, we gotta dust off um yo raw raw i guess it wasn't a bad raw I, I say it say it like raw but um raw wasn't that bad um it, it opened up like a raw um person came out talked for about 30 seconds next person came out talked, you know repeat process 14 minutes later then brock lester came out um he got his spot in and uh, then Roman came in. Roman got his spot out, but then got eaten by Lesnar, and then Lesnar was done for the night. So that was an easy paycheck for Brock. Um, anyone that says like, "Yo, Goldberg made Lesnar look weak or d- diminished his value," like, no, no, he didn't. Like, people still lost their minds for you know Lesnar coming out there. Like, Lesnar's still a beast. You know, he's still, he's still you know God body up still there,
0: Brock. Lesnar, and when his music hit, everybody started cheering. When he took out all the people, people were cheering. When he called Braun Strowman's whack ass into the ring, people were cheering because they know who he is and they know what the Beast Incarnate does. So, um, yeah, they they did the they did, I mean, that was like you
1: you're we're building the Rumble spot. You know, the Rumble normally is about like these dream fantasy matches. That you're probably never gonna get, but they have a possibility, you know, um, because you know everyone's in the rumble at the same time. So you, you get the rumble's built on these little memorable moments, and so this was kind of like a tease of like those memorable moments. So um, I mean that was that was cool, and then <laughs> I <laughs> it's it's ironic because the the heels got screwed over, um Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, um for who knows whatever. They got another championship match uh, against Cesaro and Sheamus, and um, and they uh, pretty much this was a classic Dusty finish, where uh, back in the day they, they they named this like this this wrestling thing after like Dusty Rhodes, where um, Dusty Rhodes would say he'd be wrestling like Ric Flair for the title, all right, and then like Arn Anderson would come in, like spinebuster the referee, and then run out. And then um, Dusty Rhodes would somehow get a pin on Ric Flair. Another referee would come in, count one, two, three. Everyone celebrates like, yeah, Dusty won. And then the other referee would be like resurrected. They hit him with the Phoenix down. He would come back to life and be like, nah, I got hit with the Spawn Buster, DQ. And then take the title back from Dusty. So Dusty technically won, but he didn't win. And, you know, apparently everyone goes home happy. But no one goes home happy in this situation because your homeboy's still technically locked. He ain't get shit, you know. Like he won the crane game, but ain't get shit. So, <laughs> um, so that's what happened to Luke Gallows <laughs> and Carl Anderson. The difference is Dusty Rhodes was a good guy, <laughs> right? You're screwing over the bad guys here. So I don't, I don't know how we're supposed to feel. So, um, Sheamus because Sheamus is Sheamus. He punched the referee. Referee got killed, and then. Um, this allowed Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson hit the magic killer on the on Seamus. Seamus got pinned. Um, referee second referee slides in the ring, counts one, two, three. We get new champions, right? I'm like, yo, y'all need to get out the ring before that referee wakes up, but they ain't get out the ring. They say they're celebrating. Referee came, he woke up, he was all mad. He's like, No, no, they're disqualified. Seamus and are disqualified. The winners is Carl Anderson and Luke Gallus, but they'll get the championship. So that happened. We had a dusty finish on Raw this week. It was dumb. They still need to figure out something to do with the um, the click because now it's like you have your heels that have a legitimate grievance with your faces because they legit got screwed over because it wasn't like it was Luke Gallows and Anderson that hit the referee. It was Sheamus. It was the good guys that hit the referee. I don't. Nothing makes sense, man. Um. All right, I got it. We we haven't we haven't talked about this. Ila, how you feel about um all the black people being involved in one, one story right now?
0: Talk about New Day and Titus O'Neil. Yeah, being what f- the four black people that represent <laughs> Raw, plus um, what's my man's name? Uh, uh, uh he has a new theme. Um. Uh, What's up? What's the dude's name? What's up? What's up? Oh, uh, R Truth? R truth.
1: I guess we're missing R truth.
0: Yeah, but be, he's not in there. <clears throat> he has some other nonsense going on with himself. But um with the New Day thing, I mean, now he's basically fought all three members of the New Day. Hopefully this shit is done. And uh affirmative affirmative action O'Neal can, you know, get back to catching, you know, cashing them checks and disappear from the screen. Uh, And just spinning Vince McMahon's green Because I don't know where they were trying to go With this thing with Titus I don't know They were just trying to find a reason To justify paying him And then he can go back to cash and checks You know But Yeah It's pointless What's the point? He's not going to join New Day So He's he's not
1: joining New Day You know I I don't Like maybe for me The more interesting story would be Alright whatever New Day, they're not, like, New Day's in a holding pattern right now. Like, they're keeping New Day away from the belts. New Day's not coming back from those belts anytime soon. But New Day's still insanely over. They still sell a lot of merchandise. They still got a lot of cereal to move, right? So, those boys ain't breaking up until the money gets low. So, um, like, there's a lot of interesting things you can do. I think what would have been more interesting is, like, all right, what if you they let Titus in on the New Day, but he's just such the awkward man out? He's so odd, that's where his grievances come from. Like, he gets mad at them because he doesn't fit in. Like, he clearly doesn't belong in that group. He doesn't understand any of the video game references. He's got no musical talent. He can't dance. He's too big. Like, you know, he he doesn't like bootios. You know, there's, there's, there's plenty of things they could have done outside of, like, New Day just being, like, straight dicks to the man. Because but- I'm looking at Titus, who had, like, everything going... And then everything taken away from him. So I feel a little sad for him. And now here's like, you know, New Day
0: shitting on him after week after week. But that's exactly what would happen. Because even if he even if they played the storyline the way you're saying, and he joined the New Day and he wasn't hip and cool like that, then they're looking at him like the odd man. Because there's two ways it can go. Either he's the straight man and he's like not getting the references, and he looks at New Day's like, what is up with y'all fools? And so then New Day looks like some chumps. Or the new day chump him out, and it's easy to chump him out because he's not over, so no need to actually, you know, have him join. I mean, but it's no point. Like, the thing I think they need to do with Titus, I think they tease that he was like, do him as a Superman type of character because he looks like if he puts on some black glasses and his little suits, it'd be some weird thing they could do with him, but um. A hurricane style, you know, back in the day. I mean the kids like him too, so like I can see that. Like the kids like, like Titus. But I would I would play it like silly, you know what I'm saying? Like have him be like this geeky, awkward Clark Kent type of wrestler, and then he goes out, you know, and does his thing. And just play it like the hurricane they used to do back in the day. But um other than that, I don't see any reason Titus O'Neill still has a job with the WWE outside of he's a black dude and they have a quota to meet.
1: We'll, we'll see what happens when his contracts up i mean he's got he's got a lot of friends in hollywood that uh got his back uh, after the whole Vince thing and and they wanted him gone so um if titus wants to work somewhere he can get a he, he can get a job um, that's become obvious but i know he stated that yo know, he's writing this out because he's trying to show his son's responsibility and i can i respect that you know but like yo when you get disrespected like teach his sons to also respect yourself too um yo uh also continuing the theme of black people uh cedric alexander broke up with uh foxy alicia fox and uh alicia fox is consistent in that her character is just bad um, shit crazy <laughs> yeah unhinged i was trying to you know for um bad
0: shit crazy
1: look word is Chappelle. uh i try not use the word crazy because I remember Chappelle was talking to Oprah,
0: and he's like, yo. It's dismissive. Yeah, I say that shit all the time. And guess what? Alicia Fox <laughs> character, bat, <laughs> shit, crazy.
1: <laughs> you know, like, yeah, she's... I mean, she's good crazy, though. I, I don't know if she's a good... Like, like her hair's all flicking all over the place and on She gets, like, real stiff. Like, when she does her things, like, I feel like you just, like, you know, snap her in half. How like how twitchy gets, man. And and her bat shit craziness has had its moments like you remember when she snapped on uh, Nia Jax earlier this year <laughs> hit, her in the bo- hit her in the face with the tissue box
0: <laughs> hilarious
1: accidentally hit her in the face with the tissue box. apologized and then went right back in the character like ah <laughs> you're right so um I, I don't know where this is going uh Cedric Alexander still doesn't seem to have any character outside of like yo I dated this slightly older black woman from work and she turned out to be crazy and then like the dude who I might have beef with, I don't even know why I had beef with. The, like, he can have her. Why are we even wrestling? Um, I, the, the two, They're trying stuff with the cruiserweights right now. Uh, you know, Neville just being like the Brock Lesnar of that division is, is pretty dope. Um, he's put it. Let me ask you this. Uh, a couple of times now, uh, Neville has actually ended a match with just a straight, like, superplex off the rope, off the top. And I'm like, man, it's been a while since I've seen someone just take a pin
0: off of a superplex, man. So what are your thoughts on that? I think it's dope. It's a powerful move. But I think, you know, Jake the Snake used to do the DDT. You know what I'm saying? Dean Ambrose is trying to bring that back. So there's nothing wrong with that. Any move can be, if you set it right, any move could be some powerful, you know, ending move. It's just that we keep trying to up the stakes. And now we're in the age of kick out after kick out after kick out, you know, instead of telling a complete story. Before that happens and selling the impact of a single move just being the end of a match. So you have to kind of do different things. But a superplex, I mean, hell yeah. you coming off the ropes. Anything you do off the rope is multiplied. Just like adding a chair to the mix, it multiplies. It. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that's what it is. Oh, you got a, you, you just took a, a RKO onto the mat? That's one thing. You took an RKO on a chair? Oh, he's out. You know, so, you know, that's all it is. The superplex, the rope, going on the ropes adds to it. He, uh, he he went so like cruiserweights doing the thing. Um,
1: I guess the raw main event was Chris Jericho, Braun Strowman, and Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Sami Zayn. Um, they they did this weird, funny little thing. Uh, where the the teams you saw the teams planning backstage. Sami Zayn was like, "Yo, man, when you fight Braun, this is what you got to do, and like watch out for this because the man's crazy. He's just, he's like built like cheese muscle and." Like, he just won't go down, so we got we to strategize. And, like, um, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns just, uh, just kind of ignored him and walked off. And, and then Chris just Jericho. missed the and, fuck
0: out of Sarn. See what i saying? <laughs> that shit was so wild. They were just like, little nigga, if you get your little laugh, we've we, we been in this game for a minute. Shut the fuck up. They just sunned him.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He got sat down. Yeah, <laughs> sat down, um, and then they they did like a similar thing with like uh you know team Chris and Kevin, or Kevin and Chris, whoever you prefer. Uh, with I, I like Jericho like, personally. Yeah, Jericho, Jericho. Um, yo, Jericho. Jericho's name is just something you can easily attach to anyone he's working with, right? That's just he's just like he's got the gift of gab and he's got the gift of the name too. Um, so I mean, it was a pretty fun match. It was just like your standard RAW main event um boiled
0: down to chaos at the end um it was actually a pretty damn good match to me yeah yeah i mean and i like how the story it told then the little face-offs and showdowns and it ended with kevin owens standing tall like i I like the whole thing just you know it played out well in my opinion finally um also
1: there's something we forgot i don't think we've ever mentioned this on the podcast i'm gonna put i'm gonna put a question out there is Emelina, is she just trolling us right now? Or are they trolling with the Emelina? Because every week she's premiering soon.
0: I mean, it's the same shit they did with Eve, but Yo, I but think the Eve... biggest joke will be if she comes out and she's like fat and like that's her makeover. Oh, or oh my gosh. something weird like that. Or like she comes <sighs> out and like her hair is just changed one color or she has like a. a pinky nail it's gonna be something silly
1: uh, uh, yeah so she's not she's not back yet but like yeah it was it was it was a good raw like um i don't, I don't think anyone was like ripping their hair out and so that's a good raw uh smackdown <laughs> opened up we kind of talked about it in the dirt Sheet shane was out there at Emilation chamber coming in february uh led to a confrontation between the miz john cena and aj styles which led to a match between aj styles and the miz um it's kind of it about 10 minutes wasn't a bad match. Um, AJ Styles, AJ Styles, Miz Miz. Um it ended in a no contest when um Who threw who into John Cena? Somebody got thrown into John Cena. I think AJ threw the Miz into John Cena, which you know sent John Cena into petty mode and he had to get revenge. And so, you know, he chased um AJ into the ring. AJ's like, yeah, I ain't want none of this. <laughs> and left. I was laughing because John Cena has, like, his shirt down. Like, this man can take off a shirt faster than anyone I've ever seen in my life. Like, the camera cut for uh, one second and then cut Pause. back to, like, Cena. And, like, he was... He already had the shirt in the crowd and he was ready to, you know, F you somebody. So, um... John Cena has this down to a science. I don't know. Have you ever seen, like, the, the Japanese fold shirting technique? Where, like, they can fold a t-shirt in, like, three seconds... That's like John Cena, but for his You Can't See Me Now t-shirt.
0: Wow, you had two weird analogies in the same episode. I mean, you may be going for the record.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's it. Are you excited to see Cena and Styles again at the Rumble? Come on, you know who I am. You know who I am. They had the best match at SummerSlam. You know who I am. Arguably one of the top five matches (laughs) for the E. Now you're just trolling me, (laughs) Bowling.
0: Fuck John Cena. I want to see Styles beat him up. Hold on, you got to say it right. Beat up John Cena. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) fuck John Cena, man. Beat up John Cena is the only good thing to come from that whole thing. That's great. That's a great hashtag, a great t-shirt. No, I don't want to see John Cena do anything Fuck John Cena
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, The other man. thing that uh, happened
0: of interest on the show uh, Was the Wyatt family Teasing a little breakup between Randy and Harper As they had some fisticuffs exchanged And Bray had to step in So next week we'll get a match to follow up on that one So here's the thing about this Wyatt situation, right? So, so far, this story has not played out how we originally imagined. We were all
1: kind of just sitting there like, ah, we know how this is gonna go. Randy's gonna join the Wyatts and then eventually betray them and be like, I got one over on you. But that hasn't happened. So you think think that they might do something what we're not expecting? Because we're all expecting, like, Randy to split from the Wyatts. What if it's Randy and Harper... That split from Bray. Like, like, yo, this guy's handling us back. We can go do our own thing.
0: Nah, I can see Harper splitting. I don't think Randy's going to go anywhere for the time being. Randy's stuff is not going to change until WrestleMania. That's probably what the match is going to be, him versus Bray. Okay,
1: all right. Because they haven't done anything. And then Harper's going to be in the win. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to do something. I'm forgetting, like, how long the Wyatts have been on the main roster now. It's just like. And most of it's kind of been a blur outside of their initial feud with like the Shield when they had them go up against each other. And they kicked everything the Shield's
0: else is, ass all the time. Has been like a blur. I can't really. But uh-huh. the Wyatt family stay taking L's. Except they beat up the Shield and they beat the shit out of uh, the New Day in that um, final deletion match. Outside of that the Wyatt family been on some bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah um yo uh natty she stole some merch off the merch table <laughs> she's like where's my merch
0: i don't have any merch so no one can have any merch i'm taking all this merch and am it in the trash and they keep having to make these oblique ass references to brett trying to diss him but it's like they don't ever make sense in the context of the show or what's happening like why are you even trying to throw heat at brett like I mean, I get it. You want to put heat on a Natty, but it's dumb, and it doesn't play out any way like it should. I don't, Like,
1: it's because Brett is more famous than her actual father, and I'm like, are you... I'm like, this is some weird Freudian stuff, man, but are you saying, like, you're so disappointed in your father for him being, like, a, a mediocre wrestler that you're taking your frustrations out on your uncle? Or your uncle-in-law? Or how or the hell he's related? I don't know, but they just need to leave Brett alone. Like, we know that Brett has been kind of jaded in the product, and, you know, he's he's trying to live a more positive 2017. He's trying to not be so negative around wrestling and, and like, yo, if you're having your name, like, throwing up in the mud, like, every week, then, like, you know, he can't... Brett can't be the, the best Canadian he can be. He's trying to practice all those Canadian values of politeness and goodness, and, you know, helping out your fellow man. And, when you're kind of in like these, you know, middling like wrestling storylines, you can't be, you're not sharing maple syrup with nobody. So.
0: <laughs> that was a good one.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I like the beat downs. I, I like his consistent, you know, um. We'll we'll see where where this where where this finally ends up. I mean this this has to lead into like a a, a no DQ no disqualification or like I I quit type of situation match, right? Because they've done the regular match and so far for the last two or three weeks, all their matches have ended in like no contest because they're brawling outside the ring. So it's got to be like a no holds barred.
0: Well, Nikki just did that with uh, Carmella, so who knows? Dude. So stupid, dude, yeah. you've given this way too much time and too much mental energy. Nobody cares about Nikki and Natty. But it's gonna go down where any eventually Nikki's gonna win the feud. Even though Natty's a far better wrestler and in ring performer, that's just how it's gonna happen. Because Nikki fucks John Cena. So that's where it's gonna go. That's how it's gonna end. What else happened on SmackDown?
1: Jerry Lawler, uh, Oh, the King's Court return. Um, I was so Larler. It was surprising to see him because you know, of course, everyone's been talking about how he's been removed from the the pre shows. So, so the WWE's trying to save some money. So they've they've kind of toned back. Excuse me, they've toned down on the, the amount of people they have on the payroll, especially for these pre show contents. So uh, Jerry, he's not on Raw pre show. He's not on like Raw, whatever. So a lot of people are like, oh, it was great to see him. And they're also in Memphis, so they're getting that cheap pop. So they had the King's Court. The King was out there. And he was out there in full wrestling gear. That means no shirt and tights. He was out there. Um, and he called out The Miz, who kind of cut like a... Remember when Jericho came back a couple of years ago and he got all that heat because he didn't say anything? Like he would just show up and just not say anything? And people would get pissed? like so Ziggler was kind of doing that for uh part of the promo and then and then Ziggler got like real he's like you know what Jerry I know what's up you hate me because I beat your ass a couple of years ago and after my ass whooping you get on into cardiac arrest and almost died I almost killed you son get out of my face I might kill you again and so um so they got some heat and I was like ooh yeah man like you know, don't be bringing this up because I remember that raw all like people was freaking out. Like no one wants to see someone die on wrestling, man. Like and uh the king was having a heart attack and things wasn't right. And so, you know, but, you know, nothing's like uh sacred in, in the wrestling world. So they brought it back up. And uh, Ziggler, if you notice his super kick, I don't know if you guys are paying attention. He didn't kick the king in the face. He kicked him in the chest. So um, uh, they're, they're, they're playing it up. So uh, how are you liking this uh, this uh, continuing story with Ziggler right now?
0: I love Ziggler as a wrestler. I think he's also a good uh, a mic man. Um, I'm curious to see how this switch in his character is going to go and how it's going to take. Um, they really need to figure out what they want to do with him. I mean, he's always – he's like a top – he's an upper mid-carder who's – you know he's never really just managed to effectively pierce the veil and really get into the main contender uh, level like I think he should have by now but also because his character is such a, a, a tired bleach blonde you know look based on uh, Billy Badass so I'm curious to see if this is finally the thing that kind of elevates him as he shows a little bit more fire a little bit more seriousness and less of that um, ego centered character but I don't know man I don't know. I mean, Ziggler has got to do something, or he's just gonna be stuck in mid card hell forever. I think uh, some people are thinking that like Ziggler is gonna be in a program with the King or,
1: or like JBL. I don't think it's is he's gonna be in a program with those two. If you notice that uh, Ziggler is just kind of healing out with anyone that comes in his face. So um, we had Paulo Cruz, Paulo Creed, Paulo Bors. Um, he you know he got in a confrontation with him. Uh, he got in a confrontation with um. Callisto, so it seems that yo know, Ziggler is walking this this path and uh, he's uh you know just coming to conflict with things. So I don't think anyone needs to worry about like yo Ziggler gonna get heat off a hill by you know super kicking old folks. Like no, I don't think that's it. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. And then a side note about the King: the the King is actually going to be calling the Royal Rumble match. So um, the King is still gonna be collecting that money. Um, and then the SmackDown main event with the cage match between. Oh, we skipped. We, we, we talked we talk about that. We talked about the Randy. We talked about the Randy. Um, um, the Randy, what's his face? Dean Ambrose match. It's a fine match. They gave it time. Um, It was fresh. Uh, main event. Uh, uh, excuse me. Alexa Bliss versus Becky Lynch in a cage match. Um, I think they need a little bit more time for this cage match. You know, Cage Match really kinda needs to build up to some spots. But um eh, they did what they did with their their twelve minutes or so to go. But I guess the big the big reveal was La Luchadora Dora was revealed to be none other than Mickey James. Uh, the thing about the Mickey James reveal is like people I guess people that kind of figure this out. Um because we are looking at who's on the SmackDown roster. And uh, no one's skin tones were that dark enough to fit. And we know Naomi is injured, and she's not that light skinned. So um, we knew that Mickey James had signed a multi year contract with the E after her takeover fight with Oscar. So if you you know put everything together, you're kind of left with like, oh, it's gonna be Mickey James eventually. So it's cool. It's Mickey. We'll see where she's going. She still got that crazy like Mickey face. Um, going on the luchador Lucha costume is like one of the worst costumes I've ever seen. It's like they just went to like Hobby Lobby, bought some fabric, and made like baby's first wrestling outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is the luchador costume. So, um, yeah, it's, it's yo, it's, it's cool seeing Mickey. I think Mickey needs to be on SmackDown because. Uh, they need a little bit more ladies on on SmackDown. Uh, even Marie is in purgatory wherever she is, and even still, if she was here, she's good just to scare us, but we don't want to see her wrestling. And as we just said, Naomi is currently like injured. Uh, that's also why the Trap House Uchos haven't been there. Like Jimmy and Naomi are injured. Like I don't know what the hell they were doing, but they got injured. And uh, and after that, we just have like what Alexa. Oh, Carmella. Carmella is, like, doing whatever with jail at Elworth, so, you know, the ladies need well, a little bit more people.
0: I, they need more people. I can understand Jimmy and Naomi being injured, because I would injure myself intentionally with <laughs> Naomi. <laughs> in so many ways. So, yeah. So, kudos to you, Jimmy. And, uh, yeah. 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 That, that makes absolutely perfect sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> non-work related injuries oh my goodness all right so um yeah man so all right so i did you did you see the, the mickey james oscar man yeah you saw it you saw it
0: so you, yes sir you decided to have her on uh on smackdown i think it'll be cool but i mean i'm just they have a limited roster you know alexa bliss um and natty nikki uh having i guess her having mickey there gives gives um Becky, somebody to deal with for the next you know couple of months, but then who's Alexa really going to be involved with? And I really just seen it playing out kind of like how Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho played out, where Jericho takes the brunt of the ass whooping. So the same thing with Mickey, and we're taking a bunch of the ass whoopings that Alexa should be taking.
1: Remember, Mickey's character for most of her her beginning run in the E was that crazy stalker girl. So I think the mickey james i I, you know trust in smackdown whatever they do but they could possibly uh do something where it's like uh um mickey is like she's pretending to be like alexa's friend but clearly she's got like her own motivations you know like because she kind of had that crazy look eye, like you know like when the mask came off she kind of looked at like "Mm, you know you know i could be about myself you know like i'm trying to win this belt for myself so um i think that's dope it was Smackdown it was Smackdown uh, Shane McMahon was on Talking Smack Baron Corbin uh, continues to yo he's good on the mic on Talking Smack he's really good on the mic I think that's another thing that's underrated about Talking Smack is it it gives the wrestlers like an outlet just to practice like yo mic skills.
0: Baron Corbin would be in the Elimination Chamber match ah
1: you're right our Wolfman man he's gonna take one of the diversity higher spots mm.
0: and there you go slam bros there you go <laughs> that's it
1: so hey you can find us on twitter at slam rose pod um i'm bowman bowman12l that's at bowman12l twitter instagram i, I don't post on instagram uh once every three weeks i post on there
0: uh illa, illa where can the folks find you at at illa yc on the twitter at charlie and champ on the twitter uh, at YC the Champ on Instagram. Holla at your man. Check us out. Subscribe to the Slam Bro Show. Subscribe to the Fan Bro Show. Subscribe to Charlie and the Champ. Soundcloud.com slash Charlie and the Champ. Get with us. We're going to keep coming with you with these Slam Bros and bring you bigger and better things. We got a lot of cool guests in the coming days, weeks, months. So rock with your boys. Slam
1: bros. We got guests uh lined up and I and you know I, I think I say it like every week, but uh the robots like it when you leave a comment. No, for real. Like the the iTunes robots, the the SoundCloud robots, they like it. It kinda moves the podcast up. So if you like the Slam bros, just leave a comment. Just be like, hey, I like it. Check these guys out. Um it just it helps the the it helps the robots, man. They like it. And they push us up. So uh we can bring you more Slam bros. Just keep leaving those comments. We'll catch y'all next time.